Welcome to Silicon Slopes Live. My name is Clint Betts. Do you like the Utah Jazz? Do you like Utah Jazz merchandise? Do you like hats? Do you like keeping your head and face away from the sun, Kelly? Kelly's muted. We can't even hear her. She did. She said, yeah, I do. Um, here's the thing. We have hats. You're looking at two of them right here. This hat and this hat. If you go to Apple Podcasts and give us a positive review and rating for Silicon Slopes Live, you will receive one of these hats. All you got to do is show a screenshot of that positive review and rating. Email it to Kelly at SiliconSlopes.com. That's K-E-L-L-I at SiliconSlopes.com. If you want one of these hats, all you got to do is give us a five-star review and rating. Uh, anyways, go Jazz, even though we're not doing that great. Uh, Papa P's here. Let's get right into it, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Um, I've trimmed my mustache, and I got to tell you, I'm really liking it. Because previously, my mustache has been very bushy, and uh, just kind of, there's a bunch of scraggly hairs. Going Again, Kelly keeps talking, and she's she's muted. But yeah, anyways, there's, uh, now I've trimmed it. I figured out how to trim it. I've always been nervous to trim it because I thought, man, I'll screw it up and then I won't have a mustache anymore. But I think I figured out how to do it. So you didn't ask, but that's how I'm doing. I'm so happy for you. As long as you don't keep trimming it up to go that little Adolf Hitler away. I think uh, what you've got right now is fine. Yeah, I think he ruined that look for all of us. Uh, all right, let's get straight into the big news. You published some breaking news uh, right before this show. Sportsman Warehouse. They were going to get acquired by uh, Great American Outdoors Group, which uh, is the parent company of Bass Pro Chops and Cabela's. And now they're not. Why not? Um, well, they got chicken. That's the quick and easy answer. Hmm. The real answer is that they got feedback from the U.S. Federal Trade Commission. They said, no, nah, we think that you being a part of Great American Outdoors with Cabela's and with Bass Pro Shops would be non-competitive, would actually hurt the consumer, which I think is a bunch of bunk. <laughs> I actually feel a lot more strongly yeah. than that. But it's like, that's what they said. And so Great American Outdoors and Sportsman's Warehouse blinked. And this was after almost an entire year of going through the process of trying to be acquired. So it's not happening. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's pretty frustrating. It's, look, I, it's on newsroom.silkenslopes.com right now. And uh, it was announced initially in December of 2020 that Sportsman's Warehouse, West Jordan, Utah, headquartered Sportsman's Warehouse, was going to be acquired by this organization out of Missouri. And it's like, cool, this is going to be a 750. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. This is so embarrassing. Turn my stupid live TV. Just turn my damn phone off right now. Okay. <laughs> So, um, 
no big deal. 750, $100 million acquisition folds in with it, seems to make a lot of sense. Do they have similar stores in similar marketplaces? Yes, but not a big deal. It's not a big deal because we have this very amazing thing called e-commerce. Mm. You can literally buy almost anything on the internet anywhere. And in fact, last year, sorry, 2020, there was over $105 billion worth of sporting goods purchased over the United States just from the top 10 largest e-commerce companies. And it appears that our friends at the Federal Trade Commission conveniently forgot that fact. They're like, oh, you can only buy sporting goods in a store. It's like, bull crap. No, you can't. You can buy it from places like Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, wait, I don't have a Dick's in my city. It doesn't matter. You can buy it from them online or from Amazon or from Walmart or from Nike or from or from or from. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Kind of pissed me off when I learned about it. Yeah, I was going to say, you're very passionate about this. I like, I like how fired up you are about the FTC shutting this down. Well, look, Clint, the, the reality is, I mean, I, I use the term knuckleheads. And there is a group at the you know, Federal Trade Commission that is called, I'm looking for the right term here, um, they, they're all about, the, it's the Bureau of Competition. That's right, that's what it's called, the Bureau of Competition. And I understand about antitrust, okay? One of the things that I studied in college, and there are certain markets, there are certain industries where antitrust is a real thing. But when you move into the area of retail, and now you can buy anything with a smartphone from virtually anywhere, it doesn't matter how far away you are from the nearest store unless you need that thing in five minutes. If you have a little bit of time, you can buy from anywhere at any time. I don't believe that anti-competitive measures make as much sense a la Hart-Scott-Rodino Act of 1976 <laughs> as it did- <laughs> What? 75 years ago. Yeah, Hart Scott Rodino. It's the anti-competitive. <laughs> it's way geeky. I'm sorry. This is but cool. This is way stuff, cool. This is stuff that, you know, if you're a, if you're an automobile manufacturer, building an automobile manufacturer is actually a really big deal. It costs a lot of money. It takes a lot of work. That makes sense from an anti-competitive standpoint, except there's a lot of car manufacturers around the globe. I think that anti-competitive measures still should be looked at. But this is one where I believe that our friends at the FTC overstepped their bounds. And in that regard, it's a reason why I called them knuckleheads. And Holly Vadova, she's the big one. She writes... <laughs> I am pleased the great American. <laughs> but and this is probably the time where we say the views expressed by David Politas on this show do not necessarily <laughs> represent the views of Silicon Slopes. I you said an actual name. That's way intense. Except 
she's a public figure. <laughs> she's a public figure and I'm a journalist and I can say stuff like this. Yeah. She writes in this press release, I am pleased the Great American Outdoors, Great Outdoors and Sportsman's Warehouse decided to abandon their proposed merger, which would have harmed consumers through increased prices, reduced product offerings and diminished quality and service. Hmm. Really? Uh, I don't think so. Isn't so. the biggest sportsman retailer in the world? It's got to be Amazon, right? Isn't Amazon the biggest everything? Um, not necessarily. I mean, it depends upon the data. There's really not great places for this type of data out there. It appears actually that um, the largest company is, it depends upon if you're talking about retail or if you're talking about actually e-commerce, right? Because, you know, Oh, Walmart, did over 500, Walmart did over $500 billion in e-commerce last year. Right? I didn't even think of Nike as a sporting, but of course they are, right? Of course they are, right. I mean, but I'm they, wondering they, about like Walmart. outdoor sporting is good. Walmart is number two. Dick's Sporting Goods is number three. These guys yeah. aren't even in the top five. Oh, I guess they I are. Know. They own Bass Pro Shop. But, but that's just it. It's a small when number you, too. I mean, kind of dismissive, but $785 million. To buy Sportsman's Warehouse in today's world feels like three bucks. That's a pretty small number. Thank you. Thank you. You're helping me to make my point. When I <laughs> What's her name what? again? Holly? Holly. Bless her heart. Gosh. Dang you, Holly! Holly has been <laughs> with... Now, Holly has not only been... I, I'm taking the, the opposite view. I think Holly is amazing. Okay. Fine. How about that? Uh... <laughs> I still love you, even though you're wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> what if this turned into a debate show? Look, I don't have a problem with people working for the government at all. We need to have a government, federal, state, local. It's great. And I don't care that Hollywood there for, has been not only in the federal government, but with the FTC for over 35 years. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. She and her team is just wrong on this. Yeah, Plain just to simple. give you an idea, um, wrong. we're looking at a website right now. I don't know what it is, BizVibe, that says yeah. Walmart does 523, a little over $523 billion in revenue from sporting goods stores. And they did that in 2020. Again, to yeah. give you a sense, the reason why I said that $785 million number is small right. is because yeah. Walmart is in revenue doing $523 billion. Compared to like the whole company, Sportsman's is um, only worth, according to this, seven hundred eighty-five million. Yeah, that does yeah. not so, break any of the top ten revenue. Right. No, it 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 doesn't even come close. And even when you add Sportsman's Warehouse top line revenue with Cabela's with Bass Pro Shop, it's less than ten percent of the overall number. It makes no sense. In, I'm not an attorney. I'm not playing one on TV. But the reality is it doesn't even come close to scratching the surface of being anti-competitive. Somebody had a bee in their bonnet and to be more crude, a stick up their butt about this deal for some reason. I don't know why. And so they made it be known. They made it be known that this deal was going to get rejected by the FTC. And so... I love how fired up you are right now. This is so cool. Look, I don't have a problem with government regulation. I have a problem with people who overstep. 
and this is an area where I think they overstep. All right, cool. Uh, Let's move on. There's a big lawsuit that keeps getting written about, and I have no idea why. Actually, we know exactly why. This is the the last name of the guy. But uh, this uh, Huntsman character, James Huntsman, who was a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, no longer a member. He lives in California. Obviously, the Huntsman name's uh, huge. Uh, John Sr. was one of the greatest Utahns ever. Just a great, great, great human being, great entrepreneur. Um, And then obviously everybody knows that his son, John Jr., was governor. He was ambassador to China for Obama. He was ambassador to Russia for Trump. He ran against Spencer Cox, barely lost in the Republican primary in 2020. This is a very prominent family with their name on a lot of buildings. And so that is why this story keeps coming up. But James Huntsman, the one who left the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, sued the church for his tithing back because he said um, he was deceived, I think is what it is. It's like he was deceived um, and they used it to build the city Creek mall or something. The the, the thing's really interesting. Anyways, uh, not interesting. The thing's really dumb. (laughs) I don't find this interesting. (laughs) There's no way this lawsuit's going anywhere. Uh, But so the uh, judge threw this out because he's like, what are you talking about? This is dumb as hell. And um, now James Huntsman is appealing that with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, Give us an update on this, Papa P. I think you did a really good rundown. I mean, look, um, again, not an attorney, but as I understand it, when you give a gift, which is what tithing is, to a nonprofit organization, kind of hard to get that money back, just straight up. And the fact that this was, you know, brought in California, which happens to have a fairly, not always, but a fairly liberal judiciary, and like, nope, threw it up. Can't get your money back. Uh, I don't think that portends very well for Mr. Huntsman here. But, no, of course not. Like th- this, he, I don't, I don't, I'm not even pretending like I even took a law class in college like you did, but, uh, there's no way this is not possible. Well, this is so apparently weird. He thinks it is. And you know, he's, he's apparently the money we're talking about is $5 million, which means that if it correct, is nothing he, to either of these people, this is the thing that everyone needs to figure out. This is nothing to either parties involved. This is nothing to the Huntsmans, which are worth over a billion. This is certainly nothing to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is worth at least a hundred billion, probably uh, far greater than that. They're probably worth. I think we would be shocked by how much the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is worth. Um, so this means nothing to no one. This is, and it, you know, what's interesting. It seems like the Huntsmans are going against everybody right now. I wonder if this is like yeah. a coordinated yeah. thing or because you got Paul going against everybody uh, uh, at the Salt Lake Tribune. you got James doing this. I just wonder um, what's going on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have this sense that there are organizations and individuals who believe that religious organizations should not have um, tax-free status. Yeah, and so... I think this may be an attack against that whole concept. You want to know who has tax-free status? Salt Lake Tribune. Well, I understand, but (laughs) this is not, um, 
a legal attack, quote unquote, against the Salt Lake Tribune. It's against a religious institution here in the United States of America. So it'll be really interesting to see. I expect this will be, this will probably actually go to some type of a trial, but I suspect it'll get voted down by. Well, I don't even think it'll go to trial. I think this gets dismissed by the ninth court of ninth circuit as well. I mean, I would yeah. just be shocked if this became anything. And it does seem just like a way to try to damage the church's reputation, which, you know, I, we've had this conversation a lot on this show. First Amendment's pretty cool. You can do that. You can, you can have stories and things written um, saying that you're disappointed, all that type of stuff. But as a purely legal matter, this is not going anywhere. James says yeah. that he's going to give, um, if he gets the money back, the $5 million, he'll give it to organizations. Go down there, Kelly. Uh, you had it there. Yeah, right there. Organizations and communities whose members have been marginalized by the church's teachings and doctrines, including by donating to charities supporting LGBTQ, African-American, and women's rights. Which, that's cool if he's going to donate to those types of institutions. Just, you just do it now, you know? And if you get the $5 million, do it again. You have well, a lot of money. I can, I can do, so in case you're... I love that he can only do it if he wins the lawsuit. I can only give you this. Well, exactly. I mean, let's be serious. Look, I'm Clint, you know this. I think your team all know this. I'm a devout Latter-day Saint. I don't make bones about it. I don't try to preach to people unless they want to talk about it. That being said, I can do tithing calculations in my head. So if he's trying, if he's suing to get $5 million back, that means he had $50 million. Gee, he probably has $5 million that he can donate right now to these charitable causes. So why doesn't he do that? I don't know. It's cool being born on third base. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> that is a pretty cool gig. There is that. Uh, I honestly, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone in Utah cares about this story. Like, let's say he wins this lawsuit. That's fantastic. Okay, you get $5 million dollars. From an institution that's worth well north of a hundred billion, um, and you get five million dollars back to a family that is worth well north of a billion. Yeah. Um, who cares? If, like, what if, are we talking about? If shock of shock, the third, the Ninth Circuit ruled in his favor, I guarantee you that the LDS Church. Oh, see, well, in the Supreme Court. all the way to the Supreme Court. There's no, there, there's no way there's they will no not way. take this in from the Supremes. There's they have no to. way. <laughs> there's there's no the, it's so clear that we have uh, freedom of religion in this country yeah. that uh, I don't even know what we're talking about on here. Like, this, this story gets covered constantly, mostly by the Salt Lake Tribune, which happens to be um, chaired, and their big, the biggest donor happens to be the Huntsman family. But... Uh, I don't get what this is. And again, I'm not, I, I'm, if the church did something wrong here, sure. But uh, if you're giving tithing away, you can't ask for it to be back. You know, I don't, can I get my tithing back? That'd be, what? Just an odd it just, thing. It, it, it is an odd thing. And if you want to get a sense of how odd it is, then just go look up the amount of monies both in cash and in kind, that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints gives away to charitable needs globally 
regardless of religion, regardless of race, regardless of nationality or culture. And this is just like so much bullpucky. It's like hard to even imagine. Easy with the language, Papa P. I can say bullpucky. I know how that works. <laughs> That's my point. My point part. on this story is this is all uh, publicity in an attempt to damage the church's reputation, which, again, like you have every right to try to damage someone's yeah. reputation using the press and all this type of stuff. No big deal. Right. Uh, go ahead and do that. The, but the money is not the issue for either party. I just want to make that clear one more time for either party. This money is meaningless. And so this is clearly just like a battle for PR and public relations and battle for reputation. Anyway, uh, yep. final story. Big news. I think in this startup and tech community here in, in Silicon Slopes, Guide CX closed a twenty five million dollar Series B round. Uh, Guide CX is a really interesting company. Tell people about them. Well, so Guide CX is does this really interesting thing, and that is they help other companies that make software get their customers to actually start using the software and then use more and more of that software. The, officially, it's known as customer onboarding and customer implementation. And sounds kind of geeky. It's like, well, I buy a piece of software. Why wouldn't I use the software? Uh, last I checked, I probably use about this much of Microsoft Word. And I've been using Word for like 20,000 years, right? And so those of you who are not watching, I'm, I'm holding my fingers about a half an inch apart. There is so much of Microsoft Word and all these other products that I have on my phone, on my computer that I don't use. So. Um, and for example, here at uh, Silicon Slopes, there are some software applications that the team uses, and I'm still barely learning how to use products like Monday, right? So that's what Guide CX does, is they help to improve customer onboarding and customer implementation. And they're not only good at it, they're apparently the best in the world at it. According to G2, G2 is one of the top independent market research firms on the planet. And the way they do their research is they actually approach customers, the end users, and they survey them. And based upon those survey results, they've come back and said, yep, Guide CX is numero uno on the planet when it comes to customer onboarding and customer implementation. It's because of this that they were able to raise this $25 million and they brought in uh, money's out of Palo Alto, California, Ameritech Capital Partners, and then five, one, two, three, three, one, two, three, four, five, Utah-based VCs that all played in this latest round. So it looks like Album, them. Album was involved, Epic was involved, yeah. Orchard Ventures, Mercado through their Prelude Fund, and Sorensen Capital. Yep, exactly. And so you know um, they are currently uh, Guide CX, the leader in. Got client onboarding and project management, the best relationships for those two things, and the best support. That's all according to G2. So you can find it on Newsroom. But um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, G2. I talked to the CEO of G2.com, Goddard Apple. Abel? Apple. Um, actually, that's for CEO.com. Never mind. Go check that out on CEO.com. I was going to go see it on Silicon Slopes. 
All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much, Papa B. Uh, always great to see you. We'll see you tomorrow or the next day whenever you're coming on next. Don't forget the Silicon Slopes Hall of Fame. Hallofame.siliconslopes.com. Check it out. And also, give us a five-star reviewing and rating and send it to Kelly at siliconslopes.com and we will send you a Utah Jazz hat. That's it for today. Signing off. My name is Clint Betts, and this has been another episode of Silicon Slopes Live.